We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hi there, my beautiful friends and lovely listeners. I hope you are feeling solid, centered, grounded, and aligned on this magnificent day. So I have a question. Would you like to access some inspiration for your life? Would you like to increase your wattage, claim your power, and live up to your potential? Years ago, I had no idea these options were a possibility. I struggled with chronic fatigue, my relationships were confusing, and my finances were non-existent. But as I opened my mind and started having some authentic conversations with the universe, it seemed that questions were being answered and some very interesting opportunities, experiences, life lessons, and people started to show up in my world. What I now know for sure is that each of us is more powerful than we think, more important than we know. And when the student is ready, the teacher appears. So if you are ready to open your heart, mind, and life to go to the next level of empowerment, perhaps you have set some sort of inward intention and energetically attracted this teacher and this information here today on Empower Radio. We are here with my friend and colleague, Jim Phillips. Jim is a spiritual life coach, inspirational speaker, entrepreneur, and highly respected businessman. He's also the author of The Key to Life, Living in Full Expression, And a second book that we're here to talk about today, From Inspiration to Intention. The intention Jim has for his readers, clients, and students is to inspire each of us to live our truth and to help anyone who wants it to really know that what we want is possible and that we are worthy of the amazing goodness of life. So I'm super excited to have this conversation. Welcome to the show, Jim Phillips. Hi, Tammy. How are you? Very, very good. So honored to be connecting with you again. This is our second show together. So welcome back to Journey to Center. It is my pleasure. I appreciate you asking me back. Absolutely. Well, I read your book, From Inspiration to Intention, and I got so much value from it, and I supported you in getting it out into the world that I was like, we need to have another chat. So I would like to know, what was the inspiration behind writing this book? It was actually a prompting by a publisher. I, after I launched the first book, The Key to Life, I was doing a book signing. And one of the people that came to the book signing happened to be a publisher. I didn't know who she was. I didn't know where she was from. But she came up and started talking to me. It was not my publisher. And she bought a copy of the book. And we just said we'd keep in touch. There was really nothing that was being worked out. But she contacted me a couple of weeks after that. And she said she'd read the book. And she said there was so much content in here that you have an opportunity to really go back into it, look at some of the main themes that are woven throughout the book, and really go into a little bit more detail and depth so that you can have your readers and just really truly anybody who's looking to create more magnificence in their lives to to really be able to tap into the innate power that each one of us has. So it really came as a result of that. It was through this prompting of this publisher. But then the, in the actual inspiration for writing that particular book, the information that's contained within that book really just was because that's what resonated with me. And I thought it was the most appropriate next step to take. 
right. that would continue with the original message of the key to life. Yeah, I like that. That was really um, rich with information. So I, I think that was a wonderful suggestion. And it is, um, it's fun to delve deeper into these subjects. One of my very favorite words is inspiration. And a second favorite word is intention. So I like how you put those together in the same title. And I would like to hear from your perspective, Jim, what does the word inspiration mean to you? Well, inspiration, is it's one of those words that I think we all have an understanding of what it is. And it's not that we go and look up the definition. We just really kind of know what it is. It's about this internal motivation that we might have. Mm-hmm. But I, I look at words and I get into a little bit more detail with them because I want to fully understand what they mean and the origin, if you will. And the origin of the word inspiration or inspire means to breathe life into. Yes. And I thought that was a great definition when it's a true definition, but I thought it was great because what we're doing, a couple of things happen. When we are inspired to do something, number one, it's really life being breathed into us to allow that, that thing, if you will, that's, that's looking to be expressed through us to actually gain life. And then it gains life by our inspiration and our breathing life into it so that it can then be expressed. Now, I also learned, and I just, I just heard this the other day, and I just thought this was a really cool add-on to what I just said. I think, as you know, through all of your teachings and writings about manifestation, one of the things that we know is that as we play our role or as we do our part in the creation process, the universe then joins in with us. And the word that's most often used is the universe will conspire to bring that which wants to be expressed through you out into the world. The word conspire means to breathe with. Mm. And it just goes in alignment with inspiration and conspire. So we begin by having life breathe into us. We then breathe life into whatever it is that wants to be expressed through us. And as we do that, the universe then breathes with us to bring it to completion. Oh, you gave me goosebumps. I love that. Because what I think is happening, and, and, and I hear that um, with what you're saying, is that it's a collaboration. It's working with the energy of the universe, partnering with it. And I think, I personally, the universe wants that. And it, it really supports us in living magnificent lives. Why rely on our own understanding when we have this as an option? Yeah, and, and that's one of the challenges that I think we have and that is getting out of our own way and oh, recognizing yeah. <laughs> that, there's, that there's nothing wrong with allowing the creative force of the universe to not only work with us, but it's actually working through us. Mm-hmm. And if you want to get a little bit deeper with it, it's actually that creative force expressing through us. That's, yes. that's why we're here, to allow that expression to come forth. And it's, 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 it's enjoying that process. It's, it's not about any kind of judgment. It's not about measuring ourselves against anything. It's not about, I guess some people feel that if they don't do it on their own, so to speak, that somehow they're cheating. And yet when we allow this expression to come forth through us, it really is us. It's our real purpose for being here to allow whatever that expression is, whatever that, that uh, desire is within us. That's just waiting to burst forth. I think what you're saying is so true, Jim, because I feel like, you know, I was raised in a family and I think our culture is one of ambition and doing and getting and proving and it's very masculine in its um, stance. 
But what I have learned is if I can just relax, allow, and receive, things work with so much more grace and ease. I'm more prosperous. I'm more healthy. But it, it, it's, it's, a very, it's a paradigm shift, and it can be kind of uncomfortable and challenging and confusing. Was that your experience, or have you always created in this way? No, I'm not going to say I've always created. Well, I'm, let me say this. We have, all of us have always created. What we haven't done is creative, con- created consciously. Oh, yes. So what you and mm-hmm. I are talking about is now yeah. creating consciously where we are aware of the fact that this is what's taking place. Right. And when you're aware of it, you remove the roadblocks, if you will, so that the process goes a lot more smoothly. And the other thing, and, and you also know this, that doesn't mean we don't have challenging situations in our lives. I don't want people to be misled to think that, okay, now that I've got this process down, life is just going to be smooth sailing. Those obstacles or those, as I call them, challenging opportunities are put there to further our experience of our power and mm-hmm. our creative abilities. Mm-hmm. I absolutely agree. And something you say, and I've said this too, our life experiences are either created consciously through intention or unconsciously through default. Either way, we are co-creators of our life experiences. Yeah, so why not, why not do it with intention? Why not create the life experience you truly desire instead of just waiting for what shows up? Yeah, default isn't the most fun or effective way, from my experience, to live our lives. Yeah, mine too, but sometimes they're the most profound because it kind of gets you <laughs> off your butt. It gets you off your butt moving in the direction you really should have been moving in in the first place. You make a good point. <laughs> so something else you write about, Jim, that I absolutely agree with, it really comes down to trusting ourselves and knowing that we are valuable and that we are worthy. If we can relax and receive that, then we can start moving in the direction that is probably for our highest good and the highest good of all concerned. Yeah, that's another one of those limiting beliefs that I think the vast majority of us hold for whatever reason, and who knows why it is a oh, particular yes. belief that any of us would hold. Mm-hmm. But it is that whole idea or sense of deservedness or worthiness yep. of all the goodness that life has to author, offer. And the way that I, I look at it now is that no one is more deserving than anyone else. Right. That we it's all have personal. the same opportunity. Right. Yes. right, right. We all have the same opportunity to receive the goodness that life has, life has to offer us. But it really is, it, it's up to us to allow it to happen, to recognize it, to accept it, to embrace it as it shows up and not have any judgment or guilt or any other feelings other than gratitude associated with it. Mm-hmm. I love that. You know, it's funny. I think it was um, Mary Williamson in The Course in Miracles, you know, when we live from ego and that sense of separation, we're on this roller coaster of I'm better than other people. I'm worse than other people. I'm better than other people. I'm worse than other people. But the truth is we're all the same. We're all the same stuff. There's no better or worse than. And I found that so liberating it's just to be able to relax. We're all the same stuff. There's no competition, you know, and I think that's when we can start to relax, find our authentic shape. And when things can start to show up in our lives without so much banging our head against the wall and efforting. Yeah, and I think that's the whole idea behind self-trust, and that is knowing that you already are all that you need to be, that you already have all that you need to live the life that you're intended to live, and that you're serving, certainly deserving of that life that you're intended to live, and just letting it happen. And, you know, it's easier said than done. I'm not going to sit here and say that snap your fingers and it's done. It's a process that I think we, we go through because we've held on to these limiting beliefs 
through this lifetime, and in my opinion, through many, many lifetimes, and many of those limiting beliefs we've, we've brought forward into the current lifetime. Sure. But they can be overcome by at least, number one, we have to recognize they're there. And then we have to recognize when they show up and just acknowledge it. Say, okay, thank you for showing up. I appreciate it. That's not who I am. That, that whatever that is that's showing up is not the truth of who I am. The truth of who I am is I have the power to create and make a choice in this moment to live my life in the way that I want to live it. I, I absolutely agree with you. It's to start being aware and witnessing those thoughts and then not allowing them to control you or over, overly identify with them. It's like, oh, there's that thought again that I'm not worthy. Well, thank you, but that's not the truth. And now I'm going to claim and intend that I am worthy. <laughs> right, exactly. You made a, a really great comment in your opening remarks, Tammy, and it had to do with, with your life and the things that you've overcome and challenges that you've had. And a key to all of this is the belief that everything is possible. Mm-hmm. If, if we just hold on to that, if we just hold on to the fact that everything is possible, we'll start to see those things that we once thought impossible start to become our life experience. And then, of course, the more of those experiences we have, the more we believe in the possibility of even more of it showing up. It's just a, it's a, it seems simple, and I guess it is if you look at it just from the perspective of it's, it's a, a mindset or a perspective mm-hmm. of life. Mm-hmm. But if we just allow for the possibility, things show up that are just beyond what we could have imagined. Well, I, I feel like it's being like a spiritual rock climber. And the higher I've gone in my altitude, the more things make sense. Um, I feel like we live on a very strange planet, <laughs> free will and choice, mm-hmm. and we get right. to be the demigods of our realities. But when things aren't going well, it, it's hard to perceive that I'm creating this with these these negative thoughts, these fear-based thoughts in my life. But once I started to ask the important questions and started attracting the right teachers, if you will, and started clearing the fear-based limiting thoughts, I started to ascend in my consciousness and altitude. And now it's like, Oh, this is making so much more sense. And like you say, it's not that I I don't experience challenges. It's not like that, you know, it's all gumdrops and rainbows and unicorns all the time. But certainly there is more grace and ease and more synchronicity and more collaborations with other people of like mind and, and more love. And um, it makes those more challenging moments and days more tolerable. And I feel also I know what the tools are. I go back to the basics so that I can um, heal, so I can go even higher and um, get even clearer. And that's something you write about that I love. And I think you might have coined this term. You'll have to tell me, Jim. Clear-sightedness. Clear-sightedness. What is that? Well, that actually was in a chapter in the first book. And the the chapter was about fear-sightedness and clear-sightedness. And they are, if you will, the opposite ends of the spectrum. So clear-sightedness is really seeing life through eyes of possibility and potential. Or to to go to the the extreme, seeing life through the eyes of love, where everything is as it is, and we accept it, we embrace it. Even those situations that we would deem difficult or challenging or (sighs) something that we wouldn't really ask for in our lives. But yet we recognize when we look at life through clear-sighted eyes, we recognize that regardless of what shows up, it's always, and I, and I mean that, it's always for our benefit. And fear-sightedness is the opposite. Fear-sightedness is we look at, at life through eyes of 
oh my God, what's going to happen next? And even when we have those, those moments of something positive happening, happening in our lives, we don't fully open ourselves to receive and embrace it completely. We're always looking over our shoulder for what's coming up behind us. Or we'll start to question, why is this happening to me? I really don't deserve this, this good experience or this mm-hmm. good event or this mm-hmm. prosperity that's come into my life. And of course, when we put our focus on, on that lack, then we diminish the goodness that we've had real quickly. Right. We and put we our foot on the brakes. To, mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. That's a good way to put it. We don't fully experience it. So really clear-sightedness is just about understanding. Life is for us exactly what we need. It, it's in fact, one of the things that I've most recently written about is that life is perfect, despite evidence to the contrary. Mm-hmm. I love that. It's true. It's so true. And and something you're talking about here, I've related to so much in my life. When something good would just start to show up in my life, it would almost exceed what I believed I deserved. And it'd be almost like um, I'd start to like have anxiety or almost like a panic attack. And again, I think that's like putting on the brakes. So I've had to learn when I feel that to just relax and say, thank you and receive and say, thank you and receive. And I think that kind of expands our inner container to be able to attract and receive and manifest even more great things in our lives. I, I absolutely agree with that. And, and that's another thing that I, I think that if we, would pay more attention to. And what I'm speaking of is the act of receiving. Most of us are not very good at it because we've been told that the language that's used is that we're our brother's keeper and that it is much better to give than it is to receive. Mm-hmm. So we shut ourselves off from that other side of the equation, the giving and receiving, because we've been told that that's selfish, that's Somehow, some way, it's taking away from somebody else or taking mm-hmm. away from what we can give to somebody else. And yet we can't give to somebody else what we don't already have ourselves. I've gotten that same thing when I was meditating. It's like I was more comfortable giving, so I ended up manifesting takers. And when I was like, why does everybody take from me? What I got was you don't receive very well. You don't receive a compliment. You don't receive a cup of coffee from somebody graciously. How can you receive the gifts of the universe? And what I came to realize is our lives should be like breathing and giving and receiving. We exhale, we give generously, we inhale, we receive graciously. One without the other isn't very healthy. It's not very complete. You can't just exhale and expect to live a happy, healthy life. Right. And let me, let me give you an example. And, and this, what I'm about to share with you has helped a lot of the people that I coach better understand this whole dynamic of giving and receiving. And that is, let's say, Tammy, that you as a giver, you extend yourself to somebody and whatever it is, it could be support. It could be actually something you give to them. It could be love. It doesn't really matter. But as you give to somebody, how does that make you feel? I love it. <laughs> right. I you love feel it. really yes. good about yourself. You feel connected. You feel joyful. You feel like you're living out a life's purpose. Living in my heart. And that's a really wonderful place to be. Right. Okay. So if I'm, if I let's switch it around, let's say I'm the one that's giving and I'm extending my love or my gratitude to you or whatever it is that I might be extending mm-hmm. to you. And you, you say, no, 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 no. I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't possibly, I'm not worthy. Right. But you would be denying me the opportunity to yes. have that feeling of joyfulness and gratitude and appreciation mm-hmm. for what I'm able to do for you. So we have to understand that when we receive, we're giving the other person perhaps the greatest gift we could ever give. 
So we're yes. actually a giver when we're receiving. I know. Is that crazy? And I think the universe yeah. feels that same way with us. When we can receive the miracles, the synchronicity, the beauty of this world with an open heart and thank you. I think the universe celebrates. We open to receive even more great things. It's like, I wish I would have known it was this simple when I was struggling so intensely. But I guess it takes what it takes. <laughs> I'm we so are grateful where we to are finally and, be here. Yeah. yeah, we're where we are and went through what we went through to enable us to be where we are right now to be able to share this exactly. information with others. Exactly. So we don't have a lot of time left. I wish I had you on for longer. Um, because I feel like there's so much we can talk about here. Uh, but I do want to hit this question because I think it's very helpful. I know you write about the many steps we can take to be consciously engaged in the process of creating and living the inspired intentional life we desire. Can you give us a few helpful hints or steps that we can take to start to open up to this kind of um, co-creative, collaborative, wonderful, gracious, prosperous life? Sure. And I'm going to give three, and this is going to sound like these are more on the periphery, but they're actually the meat of the whole process of creation. And, and one we've already touched upon, and that is you can have and experience everything you want in life. Everything already exists is pure potential. And if you think about any thought that you might have, as soon as you have that thought, that's creating the potential for that particular thought to actually become manifest. So what exists out there now is pure potential. It doesn't become manifest until you actually believe it's possible. So once we go through those steps and we, we say, okay, well, what I truly want in my life or who I truly want to be and experience and express, it is possible. Then we start to see the things that help us bring that into our lived experience. We, we attract them. We bring them into our lives. And then we can make choices around that. The second thing that I'll mention around that is, is that, we're always capable of, of achieving what we want to experience. We wouldn't be given the inspiration to do something if we weren't capable of doing it. And that's why I tell people that whenever you're inspired to do something, do it. Because there's an intention of the universe for that to be expressed through you. Don't deny the universe. And I think you and I can both state from experience that, that you are probably prompted to do a lot of things along the lines of the work that you're doing right now a lot earlier on in your life but for whatever reason you resisted it. I know that I did. And it became more and more intense to where it got to the point where I had to allow it to be expressed through me. I couldn't, mm -hmm. I couldn't withhold it anymore. And I'm telling people, don't wait for that point. Recognize that as soon as that inspiration shows up, that's, that's your soul speaking through you saying, this is the experience we're here to have. Let's mm -hmm. get on with it right now and enjoy it fully, completely, and wholly for as long as we possibly can. And in that process, you're going to be benefiting other people. And then the third thing that I'll share is what we've talked about as well, and that is you're worthy and deserving of everything you desire to experience. Again, you wouldn't have the inspiration to have a particular experience or to create in this world if you weren't deserving of it. God, God or the universe is not going to say, hey, let's, let's have this thought about this wonderful thing, but you know, you, you're certainly not worthy of it. I just want you to kind of play with it and feel real bad about yourself. <laughs> it doesn't happen that way. Any time so we're inspired yeah, cool. <laughs> that, yeah, I mean, that, that, but, but that's the way people live their lives, and it, it doesn't true. make sense mm -hmm. to me. Yeah. I think if we would step back and really think about the things we're thinking about, we would say, well, that's really stupid. Where did that come from, and why do I believe these things about myself, which I know are not true? There's no evidence to prove that they're true, but yet we hold on to it. Mm -hmm. 
So it's with, with those three, those three things, I think if people would just start to play with it, they would really see that a lot of what they want out of life, if not all of it, is going to start showing up. And then a, a key word that you used in bringing up this whole part of the segment is engagement. It doesn't just happen. We have to be actively engaged. And, and this is our communicating to the universe, I'm all in. I now get it. I understand that we're in collaboration. It's a joint venture that we are making this thing happen together. But I, as the human on the earth plane, am the one that gets to benefit from it fully, completely, and wholly as my life experience. And so do what you can do. Take those steps that are necessary and then recognize that's when the universe is going to reach down and conspire with you and take you the rest of the way. Yeah, start working together and create that magnificent life you incarnated to experience. So, Jim, we just have a few seconds left here, and I really want to give you the opportunity to let people know how they can contact you. How do they get a copy of your book? How do they connect with you? Okay, a couple different things. My website is prosperitybydesign.com. And if people want to go there, they can actually get a copy of my book. I can give them a signed copy of my book from my website as long as they live in the United States. And it's unfortunate, but shipping costs outside the United States are prohibitive for me to be able to sign it and ship it off. It just it doesn't make any sense uh, for people unless they want to pay four times the price of the book to have a signed copy. And then they can also get on my website, Creating Miracles. And that's really what we've been talking about today. Miracles to me are just life experiences. They're not, they're not miracles as we might look at in the biblical sense, although certainly those things do happen. But I have a free download of, of that as an ebook, Creating Miracles, 10 Steps to a Miraculous Life. And then there, the, the newest book that I just did, which is an ebook, and that's the one you were mentioning from Inspiration to Intention. I did that through Amazon Kindle. So the only place that is available is on Amazon. And it is an ebook. It's now fully available. It's only $4.57. So anybody that would like that, I invite you to go to Amazon. And I'm available. Anybody wants to reach me, you can email me at jim at prosperitybydesign.com. And I personally will answer your emails and do whatever we are intended to do as we communicate with one another. Well, this has been fun. I think this was intended and I'm inspired by this conversation. I hope to have you back again very, very soon, Jim. I think you're just a wealth of wisdom and so much fun to collaborate and create with and celebrate with. So thank you for being here today. And thank you to my listeners. It's no fun to do this without you. Well, it is a little fun, but it's more fun to do it with you. Be in touch with me at TammyBPhD.com. Download my free new prosperity program and be in touch with any questions, thoughts, ideas. This is all about conversation and I'm honored to be connected with you. So take good care of yourself. Be in touch. Blessings from our heart to yours. Onward and upward. Bye for now.